0: Thank you, Leon. Uh Good morning, everyone. My name is Alexandros Kosmopoulos, and I'm the managing partner of AKL Law Firm, based in Athens, Greece. I would like to thank Capital Link for uh, inviting me to moderate this discussion. It's a great privilege to be among such distinguished speakers. We have here with us today uh, Mr. George Pitsilis, who is the governor of the Independent Authority for Public Revenue, uh, Mr. Marinos Yanopoulos, the CEO of Enterprise Greece, uh, Ms. Aspasia Maliu, a tax partner at Potamitis Vekris Law Firm, and Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Kostas Van Vakas, who is the CEO of VK Premium uh, Business Growth Consultants. Before we start our discussion, I would like to We have the honor of being joined by Ms. Myra Miroyani, who is the Secretary General of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, responsible for International Economic Affairs, uh, Mr. General Secretary, would you please uh, give us your introductory remarks? The floor is yours. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, dear friends. First of all, I would like to thank uh, the organizers, uh, Olga and uh, Nicolas Bornosis, uh, to the invitation for the 25th annual Capital Link, a landmark event. I am happy to be part of. Uh, Mr. Kosmopoulos, thank you also for the warm introduction. I have the honor to serve in the position of Secretary General for International Economic Affairs at the Foreign Ministry, and from this vantage point, to have an active role in the governmental team effort of attracting foreign investments. I also have the pleasure to be here today with a positive message about Greece's success story. Greece has returned to investment grade status after 13 years. Today, it is ranked first out of 34 OECD countries based on a composite economic performance metric of GDP. It is ranked first globally in projected debt GDP decline 2022. It is ranked second in the Eurozone in GDP annual growth rate. Greece is at an earlier growth stage of the economic and political cycle with low unit labor costs low equity market capitalization, resilient economic sentiment, and construction still at low levels despite pickup. Its private debt is among the lowest of its peers. Greece has demonstrated an enormous resilience and has managed to turn the crisis into opportunities. It has demonstrated management and leadership skills. The country allocated the entire share of RRF to providing financial leverage Necessary to boost private investment. Faced with European Central Bank rate increases, Greek debt remains sustainable and convenient to service with stable average cost of service. Greece is committed to structural reforms and budgetary consolidation. From the point of view of geopolitics, our response to the energy crisis and our increasing geopolitical significance reinforces investments. Greece has assumed features. Of a central node in Europe's energy map, LNG shipments from the Gulf, the US, and North Africa have increased, with Greece becoming a key import hub. This has required upgrading of natural gas pipelines, but also electricity interconnections with Europe, North Africa, and Middle East. In a nutshell, the main ingredients are there, namely sustainable debt profiling, top recipient of the Next Generation EU Recovery Fund. Plus the multiannual financial framework, attractive valuations, and geopolitical stability. Furthermore, these ingredients are coupled by an environment of political stability and pro-European consensus in the Greek Parliament, and this consensus drives the country forward. The government has genuine ownership of the pro-business reform agenda. It has set the, it has set the restoration of confidence as a key objective. Has elevated digital transformation to a constant growth driver and has a very good track record of management leadership skills. Thank you for your attention and please accept my wishes for a successful outcome of these proceedings.
0: Thank you, Ms. Miroyani, for these insightful remarks. The, please have a seat. If you, yeah. The subject matter of this panel is uh, tax reforms and investment incentives. Both are fundamental components of a country's overall attractiveness as an investment destination. (coughs) International investors will scrutinize the comparative advantages and disadvantages of any country, any candidate country, before deciding to commit capital. Greece has come a long way in terms of improving its overall attractiveness. Uh, Fiscal fiscal stability and fiscal headroom has uh, enabled uh, the government to reduce taxes, to stabilize the environment, as well as to introduce targeted incentives, uh, mostly in the areas of uh, high technology, individual taxation, and other uh, areas that will be discussed by your experts. Additionally, non-tax incentives, such as those relating to strategic investments, those relating to to government grants, and those relating to assistance under the Recovery and Resilience Fund are available. The combination of these factors, together with uh, coordinated efforts on all fronts, has uh, gradually made uh, Greece a much more attractive place to do business in. Just to give you a comparison based on my professional experience, 10 years ago, uh, most of our extrovert Greek clients were actively shopping around for uh, foreign jurisdictions in which to relocate their businesses. Today we have participants here Greek companies that are flying to New York and traveling to global capitals around the world seeking to attract uh, the Greek diaspora, the Greek talent from the Greek diaspora as well as international talent back to Greece. Hopefully, today's discussion will help us understand what has changed in the meantime. I will start by um, addressing Mr. George Pitsilis. Mr. Pitsilis, you are heading the Greek tax administration. Uh, It is a vital role. It is not designing tax policy, but it is vital in implementing tax policy. I would like to ask you what your key priorities, what the authorities' key priorities have been in recent times and what initiatives you have been uh, implementing in order to optimize the collection of taxes as well as improve the day-to-day experience of taxpayers in their interactions with the public sector.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much for the the question and... Thank you for the invitation. Um, uh, It has always been two strategic axes, efficiency and uh, fairness, and uh, it has always been two main business lines. So tackling tax evasion, tackling smuggling on the one side, simplifying taxpayers' life on the other side. So uh, a lot has been done in the previous years, I will I will try to uh, to give an overview in the next two and a half minutes. Um, first of all, uh, my data. So digital bookkeeping, digital invoicing. It's there since October 2020. Uh, we have more than 1.3 million businesses registered. We are reaching 3 billion uh, invoices already in our databases. With a value that exceeds, that has exceeded uh, 2 trillion euros. I think it's, you know, according to our daily st- statistics, it's 2 trillion, almost 40 billion euros of transactions in these three uh, years. We have a freeware that allows businesses to issue invoices digitally. Uh, and uh, through that, we have established a continuous transaction control system with respect, with respect to uh transactions covered um we have simplified considerably uh, filing of real estate transfer taxes uh, for to 2023 almost four hundred thousand uh such returns have are being filed digitally so no visits to our tax offices we have transformed the audit functions in our two major areas in atikin thessaloniki four audit centers in Atiki, two in Thessaloniki, instead of uh, almost 30 local audit centers. This was the case in the past. Um, we have established a new assessment and collection center for Attiki, So we're centralizing services, let's just say, in order to uh, maximize efficiency and achieve economies of, of scale. We have exceeded 6.2 billion euros of refunds of refunds of tax refunds in 2023 the yearly target is 6.1 so in the next uh, i would say at uh, 15 days we are about to to break a new record with regard to that uh, we are trying to simplify obligations for uh for taxpayers we should uh, almost 400,000 uh, tax identification numbers for minors over 12 until 17. This is oh, this is 400,000 visits minus four. And that's my time, so I will, I will, I will stop. Um, and just two figures: VAT gap, an issue that has been a great problem for uh, for Greece. In 2017, the VAT gaps, which is the gap, is what we're supposed to collect compared to what we have collected, we had a gap of that was almost 30% in 2017. For 2021, we're talking 17.8, and the projection for 2022 is something above 10%, which is a considerable decrease uh, in that area. We see uh, an increase of compliance in payments, and according to our calculations, last year we had an excess of Revenue that of more than six billion euro, which was something like a, I think 11% or something, um, a good uh, 600, five to 600 million euros, is attributed to better tax compliance in Greece. Thank you.
0: Thank you. This is also very important for maintaining investment grade, of course, because it, unless we collect our taxes, we cannot <laughs> implement the budget. Uh, Mr. Yanopoulos, you head Enterprise Greece, it is an organization dedicated to attracting and facilitating the implementation of larger scale investments, so-called strategic investments. Can you please let us know what the key eligibility criteria are for strategic investments and what, in, in what ways Enterprise Greece can assist investors and guide them through the process?
3: Yes, first of all, good morning to everyone. Uh, Thanks to the organizers for giving us the opportunity to speak. I think we have uh, a theme for the day of uh, economic reforms and economic rebound uh, of Greece, uh, following the uh, the credit rating that achieved uh, late last year. I thank Alexa for the question. Our mission is twofold in enterprise Greece. We actually. promote and try to promote exports and attract investments in Greece and part of attracting investments and uh, speaking to audiences like you is actually facilitating strategic investments and the fa- through the fast track process that we're doing through Enterprise Greece. Uh, there's a set of qualitative criteria that can uh, that you have to go through to, to be able to qualify for strategic investment. Uh, usually it's, as a rule of thumb is above 30 million but the different uh, other criteria that you can as r or different other uh, investment projects that you can go through but uh, there are three main ingredients that I think help uh, an investment to, to take place and to actually attract that increase the first one is uh, the fast track process, it's something that uh, all things being equal we wouldn't want for that to exist but uh, I think we, we help with having uh, that process and your folder actually goes on top of everything else through all the agencies in Greece. Uh, the second one is uh, the tax and the incentives and the cash grant incentives uh, that you can achieve through going through the strategic investments. And the third one is a specific spatial tool called SKC in Greek, which actually goes on top of the existing. Uh, municipal uh, spatial uh, regulation that helps you uh, facilitate an even greater uh, investment potential through that. Uh, But that being said, it's not just the incentives that uh, attract investors in Greece. It's all the reforms and all the regulations have been taking place for the last four to five years. Uh, Many of them have been, as uh, Mr. Pichilli said before, uh, it's an ongoing process having to actually change the tax regimes and make it possible for the investors to come and uh, invest in Greece. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Aspasia Maliou, you're a tax partner at Potamitis Vekris, one of the leading Greek law firms, uh, dealing regularly with international investors and international transactions having a Greek uh, component. Um, In your judgment, uh, which of the recent tax reforms would you single out as the most important to international investors, and what are the seg- sectors or industries that, that can benefit most from these?
4: Thank you, Alexandra. Good morning to all. I owe many thanks to our host for this honorable invitation. I'm greatly pleased for being here among all of you, having the chance to present Greece and its investing opportunities, as Greece appears to be at a very good momentum. Let's try to investigate a little bit the tax frame uh, concerning investments for uh, concerning uh, incentives for investments. During the last years, being a significant policy tool, taxation and specifically manifold incentives have contributed to the national effort to attract investments tax incentives has been designed taking under consideration either the size of investments or the type of activity. To start with, as major investments of strategic interest has been classified those that focus the productive construction of the country, promoting its natural and cultural environment, aiming among others to attract foreign uh, or new capital. These infrastructural investments concern, among others, the fields of agri-food, robotics, artificial intelligence, digital transformation, energy, tourism, cloud computing, biotechnology. Tax incentives for strategical investments include the stabilization of tax rate for 12 years. The said investments may opt for an income tax exemption with the obligation to create a reverse of equal amount or for an accelerated depreciation of investment fixed assets by 100%. Moreover, to support investments on digital and technological transformation, innovation, tourism energy, European value chains, and business extroversion, among others, the legislator provided tax incentives for the beneficiaries classified as very small, small, small to medium enterprises. Income exemption is provided, the amount of which is calculated by the value of the selected expenses and defined as a percentage thereof. Furthermore, as regard corporate transformation, apart from the applicable general framework of tax exemptions, the legislator has created an additional cluster of income tax exemptions for mergers of small and medium-sized businesses. Why? Because the target is to support the creation of larger units and uh, the main condition is the improvement of the financial results of the new company. In addition, a bill just passed that provides for the reduction of the special tax levied upon the share capital increases of corporation, as well as of the, for the reduction of tax that applies to stocks traded in Athens Stocks Exchange. The above specific provisions supplement the general provisions of income tax code, which provide for the possibility of increased depreciation for scientific and technological research expenses by 100%. It also provides a three-year exemption for income tax on profits deriving from self-created patents as well as an income tax deduction for investors in startups, the so-called angels, up to 50% of their capital contribution. Business incentives are further intensified by the introduction of preferential tax regimes for the establishment from abroad of individuals of high net worth with their family offices and of foreign pensioners as for the country to leverage important capital. Also, income tax relief is provided for the tax for foreign tax residents who find a job and establish in Greece as an incentive to limit brain drain. The said regimes are complemented by the capital gains tax exemption for holding companies upon the transfer of shares, provided that a minimum participation of 10% has been retained for at least 24 months. They are also complemented with a preferential income tax treatment for stock option rights and free granting of shares to the directors and the employees of legal entities. Finally, the country has, been, has had in place for over a decade a golden visa program, which has just been amended for investors not only in Greek real estate, but also in Greek companies, bonds, and time deposits. In parallel with the provision of tax incentives, the government is establishing a taxation mechanism of deemed income for self-employed as a measure against the small tax evasion. Moreover, the Ministry of Justice has just proposed a series of reforms concerning the judicial procedure in Greece as delays in, country, in courts' decisions disrupt business investments, jeopardizing the application of the rule of law. As a wrapping up conclusion, Greece is making a great effort to present itself as brand new at the international investment arena, safeguarding a balance between incentives and disincentives. I'm welcoming you to join us in Greece and consider becoming a part of this effort.
0: Thank you, Aspasia. Mr. Van Vakas, uh, yours is a boutique consultancy firm uh, assisting investors in making the best out of available investment in- incentives. Uh, Mr. Yanopoulos referred to certain o- of these um, a- available options in on more general terms. Uh, can you please um, give us some more color about the uh, if to to what extent investors are familiar with those options? Do, do they utilize them regularly, and what are the key eligibility criteria for the different uh,
5: incentives? Mr. Kosmopoulos, thank you very much for the, your question. Uh, first of all, uh, let me answer the question about the extent that investors are familiar with such programs. Uh, based on my experience, there is a learning curve uh, in, in learning uh, new things and programs. Uh, there are programs in Greece. Such as the Investment Incentive Law or ESPA programs that are up and running for many, many years now, and the business community is quite familiar with. On the other side, there are new programs such as the RRF and the Strategic Investment programs that that offer great opportunities for financing investments. These programs are still not very well known to the business community. Uh, it is worth mentioning that the RRF. No. Uh, it's worth mentioning that the RRF uh, program provides very low interest rate loans uh, for uh, up to 50% of the investment. Uh, the interest rate can be uh, either 0.35 or 1%, uh, depending on the size of the company, uh, and this interest rate is fixed for a period of up to 15 years. And there is also a grace period of uh, up to three uh, years. Uh, you can understand how important uh, how attractive this program is if you consider that uh, the interest rates, the investment interest rates in Greece at the moment uh, vary from uh, five up to eight percent. And as far as I know, in the US the situation is quite uh, similar. Uh, strategic and diplomatic investments uh, programmes. Uh, have to do with larger uh, with bigger uh, investments of more uh, than 30 million uh, as uh, uh, Mr Yanopoulos said uh, the major differentiation factor for these programs is that uh, uh, while in uh, investment law there is a ceiling of 3 million grant and 5 million uh, tax relief in the strategic investment program there is not uh, such uh, a ceiling uh, however as we said before the business community is not very familiar with this program. Clear evidence is that there, there are only seven projects that have been approved so far. I'm happy to say that uh, two out of these seven projects have been supported uh, by our company and uh, we have applied for two more projects that are on the evaluation stage. And your uh, second part of your question. Uh, regarding uh, the eligible center, the sectors for funding uh, i would like to point out uh, that um, uh, the new programs are broader uh, and almost uh, every aspect of the business uh, activities uh, from tourism from manufacturing uh, from RD and d centers uh, for technology by technology um, renewable uh, offshore renewables uh, esg projects you name it i would like to focus on three uh, such sectors: uh, first, uh, R&D centers that have to do more with uh, pharma and software. Uh, there are grants that cover not only the capex, uh, that, uh, but also uh, the uh, salaries for the scientific personnel, uh, the equipment, and nearly all the opex uh, that is required. Second, for technology companies that are labor-intensive. Uh, and the main concern is the uh, employment cost there are also programs that cover up to 50% of this employment cost the third one is about contact or call centers or service provi- or uh, service providers or uh, customer experience uh, companies again <coughs> here there are programs uh, that uh, are up to 3. 3.5 million uh, euros per project that cover not only the employment cost but also the cost for the training for the new employees uh, for in order to get familiar with companies product, services, procedures and protocols. <coughs> Again, these programs are not very well known to the business community. Uh, they have only two projects have been uh, applied so far. And we're happy to say that one of these two projects has been supported by our company, and it's about a large uh, customer experience uh, center company uh, that is called Citel Group. And uh, they actually entered the Greek market uh, three years ago, and now they have recruited more than 700 people, and they have got a lot of uh, incentives, cash grant incentives, uh, for all these expenses, uh, all this period. Thank you, thank you very much,
0: Mr. Pichilis. Uh, I believe it would be fair for you to exceed the three-minute time limit. <laughs> uh, now, my second question would be: Should we expect to witness further uh, reforms from the tax authorities? Um, how are these affected by advances in technology? And is there anything specific that you are able to share with us
2: today? Um, so I will try to exceed three minutes now. Um, <laughs> I, I, would, I would give two subtitles to to that answer. The first is applying your organizational model which we're working on. Second is deepening digitalization. Uh, we, we practically have the same model since the 1850s. Uh, so local tax offices with local competencies uh, and uh, headquarters that until, I would say, until the creation of the independent authority was more producing uh, rules and circulars and less monitoring uh, how, how these rules apply. So we're changing that, and part of the change is how we are organized. So uh, we hope that by the end of summer 2024, first of all, we would have a new headquarters building. Um, We're talking about uh, 1,500 people that need to be in the same building from all over all our services, tax, customs, HR, financial services, uh, so practically uh, everybody uh, and there is a building that has been renovated as we speak and we hope that by the end of June it will be ready. Our core business is, we want to have them centralized into three big units. One I talked to you about a few minutes ago is assessment and collection. The other is real estate taxes. And the third is the rest of of taxpayer functions and uh, uh, taxpayer service. So we want to have this centralized in these three units. We have to have a strong call call center that... Will uh, provide taxpayer services uh, with the use of AI as well. We want to have AI entered into our, our businesses, and we will keep the local offices more for people that don't have access to digital media, uh, to, uh, to digital services. Let's just say this is uh, th- this will this will allow us to provide. Customized services for foreign investors that want to come to Greece in any form, either invest or establish themselves, which is which is important to have that. We are also working on a new website that will provide uh, specific information. And as regards deepening um, digitalization, uh, there are projects that we work together with the Ministry of Finance that are related to the law that passed recently. Which is first of all making electronic invoicing mandatory in Greece as soon as possible, uh, creating digital consignment nodes so that we can monitor anything that moves within the Greek uh, territory. Any any uh, let's just say uh, asset that we need to know of and that is taxable, we need to know where it is, both for tax and customs purposes and fighting tax evasion and smuggling. Um, Uh, There is a big and very ambitious project of interconnecting POS machines with cash registers very very innovative Uh, Not many countries have actually uh, Applied it. We're gonna make it happen within 2024 the deadlines have been announced together with the Ministry of Finance Uh, We want to make room for smarter targeted and faster tax audits based on the digital information uh, that we have. And on the other side, simplifying filing filing information, especially for employees and uh, pensioners. There is a project we're working on together with the Ministry of Finance. We'll be able to make announcements soon, I think. And uh, to close with two more things, one is an application for uh, smartphones, where taxpayers will be able to see their obligations, get early warnings for their obligations. Uh, so we, we, we can never make it more pleasant. We can uh, we can make it easier, and that's that's what we're working on. So letting letting taxpayers know in advance that you know maybe you have forgotten that you have a return to file in three days or this to, to pay this or that. And uh, what we want to uh, inaugurate in the next uh, days is uh, serving taxpayers through digital onboarding, which we do. So far, we do it through an appointment. We want to do it. We want to go to the next level and serve them with the first available agent. That is people connecting uh, with us, do filing, uh, filling in the forms that they have, and then press a button and speak with an agent right, right at that time. I stop there. We have a full Thanks. agenda. Many things I want to do. Thank you very much.
0: I, I think we have a, approximately two and a half minutes per uh, response. Um, uh, Mr. Yanopoulos, have you witnessed any trends uh, recently in uh, inbound Greek investment, and how do these trends affect long-term growth prospects of Greece?
3: First of all, let me start by saying. Uh, how impressive is we're talking about AI in tax collection I, mean, I feel a bit scared and I'm a bit impressed as well at the same time uh, <laughs> I think that's we we're talking about the the Greek environment about the Greek story right this is uh, this is what we're looking at we're looking at a stable government we're looking at a uh, reforms, we're looking at digitalization of the whole process uh, in Greece with something that makes any kind of investment or investor that want to come to Greece. This is the stability, you're looking at returns and uh, being where we are, just at this location and having the incentives we have, I, I think any kind of investment is possible in Greece. Uh, that being said, uh, of course, tourism always going to take uh, you know, the bigger piece of the pie. I think it's, uh, if I'm around 30% of the GDP uh, as a whole product from real estate, hospitality sector. And this is a big trend. As we're moving away from the family-owned uh, hotels to more kind of chain hotels and the high-end, uh, big chains that are coming over to Greece, uh, we have a huge example uh, of one of the Goldman Sachs that actually have a strategic investment uh, in place in Greece that they want to operate the first chain of hotels, starting from Greece and then going all over the world. Uh, moving away from tourism, because it's something that we're always going to support, but you need to have a holistic approach, you need to be able to, to have different kind of uh, investments coming through, because as we've seen in COVID, it, lots of things can happen. Uh, is the energy sector which uh, the Prime Minister himself is quite big and we're sticking to the 2050 uh, zero emission uh, mandate and uh, the, the, uh, We've heard it before that with the RRF and all the incentives that are uh, talking about green investments uh, along with the ESG. It's even an extra added uh, Bonus for any investor that wants to come and invest in Greece. We are at, uh, I heard the minister the other day talk how the unique position Greece is according to, to wind and the, the offshore wind farms that can actually take place in Greece. The, 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 the opportunities are immense. Uh, moving on from energy, we've got logistics and real estate in general from retail space to big spaces within even the Elinicron project which uh, it's, it's uh, an emblematic uh, investment. Uh, in Athens and in Greece and in Europe in general. Uh, Having the infrastructure in place with the ports, the trains, and uh, the roads that lead up to the Balkans, I think we play a big role to that. Uh, Having said that, we're looking at new R&D and pharmaceutical companies that are actually investing uh, in Greece. And uh, last but not least, we've got the agri-food sector that is exploding, and I think with... uh, Especially with the example of the olive oil that you know, it's liquid the liquid gold nowadays I think with more and more producers are kind of putting in place new technologies and using all those incentives in place To be able to expand and reach new markets
0: Thank you very much Um, Aspasia, we have challenges on the sustainability sector and um, Tax policy is one of the tools available to address those challenges. Can you comment briefly on on your views, please?
4: I will try to be very brief Sustainable sustainable development, I think, is the challenge of our times as uh, it has become a vital necessity. Following a soft transition from 2005 up to today, emissions in Greece are down by approximately 40% as the country increasingly turns to renewable energy. Wind and solar energy now generates a great deal of country's electricity needs and we expect a further increase in the capacity of offshore wind power generation system that will redraw the energy map of our islands and not only. Moreover, a serious discussion is already open for the decarbonization of shipping, which is a pillar of our economy taxation can contribute to this transition. As already mentioned, transition is one of the most, taxation is one of the most essential policy tools. Apart from the obvious target of collecting budgeted resources necessary for the state structure, taxation can also serve other purposes as stated as public national and international common interest. Nowadays such purpose appears to be green transformation. Up to the moment, the country has been a strong advocate of Kyoto Protocol and the European Green Deal. In this context, even though Greece has not yet introduced a specialised carbon tax, it is nevertheless providing tax incentives for the purpose for the purchase and the use of electric eco friendly transports it has also established an environmental contribution for plastic products. Mm -hmm. At the same time, the country has endorsed the European notion of environmentally sustainable investments. In this context, the country intends to commit resources from the partnership agreement for uh, the development framework in order to support green investments. Climate change is now a reality, and there is a rough road ahead since we are all called to abandon our comfort zones. Greece is declared present in this triangle and is already taking sufficient uh, I- uh, initiatives for establishing an attractive business environment that can ensure growth without traumatizing the climate. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Spassia. Moving very quickly to Mr. Van Vakas. Um, I think you touched upon briefly some of the case studies, but perhaps you can give us a condensed version of how an advisory, a specialized advisory firm, can assist the client in navigating through the options.
5: All right. <coughs> uh, let me uh, say that uh, um, for us, our client uh, is a partner for us. Uh, it's a partnership uh, that uh, as we have to work uh, together uh, for many many years uh, when we have a, a new investment our role is first to, he, to to listen and to understand our client's investment plans over the next uh, 3 to 5 years uh, then uh, we need to identify which program is uh, most suitable uh, for his project uh, and then the beauty in our or the challenge in our uh, job is to identify which other programs we can combine together in order to get the maximum benefit uh, for the investor um, we follow and uh, support our client throughout the whole journey uh, from the conceptual conceptual structure uh, to filing uh, to the deployment and completion completion of the investment in your question about uh, uh, case studies that uh, VK Premium uh, has already supported, uh, I would like to describe uh, five such cases. Uh, two of them have already been uh, approved. Uh, two of them are in the process of the evaluation and one more project that we are preparing uh, to file uh, very soon. Uh, the most recent actual case it was actually last April, uh, has to do with the, with the largest paper mill uh, factory uh, company in Greece, uh, a company called Intertrade, uh, that was approved for a grant of 25 million uh, for an investment of uh, 100 million. Uh, this actually was the first emblematic uh, project that was approved uh, in Greece. Um, the challenge for us here was not only this company. To get this grant approval of 25 million, but also to combine this investment with the RRF in order to get a low interest rate loan of 1%. The second success story is a grant approval of 32 million for investment of 83 million that was awarded to a company called Orgenesis. Orgenesis is a Nasdaq listed company, it is specialized in biotechnology and more specifically in gene and cell uh, therapies. Uh, it's important to note that uh, when Orgenesis decided to enter the European market, uh, the existence of this strategic investment framework in Greece was the main factor that they decided uh, to invest in Greece. And with our support, uh, we managed to get the approval for this 32 million grand, which is the largest uh, grant has ever been awarded uh, in Greece. The third, the third project uh, has to do with an investment of a big uh, pharma company uh, for a brand new high-tech uh, facility in the Attica region an investment of uh, 42 million euros. Uh, the fourth one is a very exciting uh, project. Because it has to do with the environment and the recycled economy, uh, it's a pyrolysis technology uh, plant, an investment of 45 million, uh, which is the first of such uh, uh, plant, such investment in Greece and the third one uh, in Europe. In addition to the above, uh, at present we are preparing, uh, we are in the process of deploying the business plan uh, for another big uh, pharma. Uh, that has uh, production and distribution facilities not only in Greece but uh, in Europe as well. Uh, the interesting thing with this company is that they have already an RD centre in uh, another European country. However, when they were informed about the incentives uh, that uh, the Strategic Investment Program uh, provides for R D centres, they decided to establish a second R and D centre, this time in Greece. It's another uh, example: How this strategic investment program is attractive and make investments take place in Greece. Greece is in a very exciting uh, situation. There is a stable economy, there is double upgrade of the investment grade, and uh, there is political uh, stability. Uh, V.K. Premium, uh, my team and I, do have the knowledge and experience uh, to support investors throughout the whole uh, investment journey in Greece. Thank you very much. I think
0: we have exceeded our time, but please allow me a very uh, brief wrap-up comment. Uh, You've seen uh, from this panel, you've heard from this panel that you have state support. We have an institutional support here at the panel. You have tax administration that is working, um, uh, actually taking benefit of technological advances to make taxpayer-efficient and collection of taxes more efficient. Uh, This is for the benefit of the budget and for the benefit of investors as well. And we heard in an earlier panel that the key challenge now is execution. So these are all geared in the direction of executing on the plan. Uh, Greece has a specialized office to receive and guide investors uh, larger investments through the process. And also has uh, very capable advisors to assist them in implementing transactions. And there's already uh, a track record of of successful investments. Last but not least, uh, time was not enough to present all incentives. So that means there's a there's a wealth of options out there. Thank you.